0: what do you call a fake irish stone what a sham rock funny happy saint patrick's day today's topic is
1: math burnout
0: welcome to the speaking of math podcast episode number 71 by door to math this podcast is devoted to all things math education and how parents can be a positive factor in their kids math learning Math is the gateway to many professional careers as well as confidence and personal growth. Find more information at www.torchmath.number2.com or on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at @torchmathdoc. So, math burnout in St. Patrick's Day, what is in common?
1: Normally this time of the year a lot of kids are either looking forward to spring break or they just completed their spring break. So in kids' world, it's kind of relaxing time. But in the grand scheme of things, bad time to relax because the teacher is going to figure out, oh my goodness, I did not cover nearly as much, so they will speed up. And the students at the middle of this uh, St. Patrick's Day parade and partying are really tired and on one hand looking forward to the summer break, but on the other hand, so much has been putting on them to do the homework for almost two months since beginning of january so combination of those two factors usually leads to a shockingly bad test scores
0: okay bad test scores, spring break academic burnout summer i as a parent get worried
1: and you have a right to be so. Uh, in the office, I see a lot of students, uh, if you really trace back their first bad experience, it's usually around this time of the year when it comes to math, right? So how you recover and help your children to recover is going to leave a permanent mark on them.
0: So what I'm hearing is the first bad experience typically happens right after spring break, and not at a different time.
1: Right around here now, because uh, the school year is almost ending, but not quite there, like I said earlier. And then the kids' their minds are kind of off, but then the teacher is trying to speeding up. So all those factors, is not a good time to not know what to do when a kid comes back with a bad test score.
0: All right, so I want to arm myself with some tools when my child does come back with a test score. And what would those tools be?
1: All right. So a typical, there are three responses. So let's go through the two that you don't want to do. Right. The first response I hear a lot is, uh, "Yes, you can. Don't worry about it. You'll catch up." That's kind of like a, uh, blind positivity, right? Because then you uh, negated what the child is feeling—frustrated, confused, maybe sad and mad, and a little bit scared also, right? Maybe they caught by surprise how low the grade is. So don't go there. Don't negate them. Uh, The other typical answer or response I hear is, well, don't worry about it. No one else in our family is good at math anyway, right? So you give a blunt, almost excuse check to your kid. So then the kid says, okay, so I'm excused to figure out why it's not working.
0: Okay, so uh, we have two. And the third...
1: The third one is going to take a while. So third one is starting with the parents to say, okay, what's my own view on my math in itself? What does my kid really need at this point? Uh, you go through the six basic emotions. You help the child to get um, almost math math mental agility.
0: Math mental agility sounds like mixed martial arts. Sounds like a very powerful statement. What does math mental agility mean?
1: That's a good uh, mental picture. So in taekwondo and in kung fu, you were taught a big thing is that you, when the punch comes in, you don't, you don't, you block it. Yes, but more, more importantly, you turn your energy and away from the punch coming in, right? So if the kid comes in with a really bad score uh sad, mad, glad, frustrated, confused, maybe not glad, surprised, maybe even disgusted, all that jumble, is like a big heavy load comes in, right? Uh ha- have the emotion pass through you kids, either through writing or music or some sort of thing to get the physiological emotion through. And you don't you don't argue about the child's mental Emotion because they're not logical, their frontal loop it's not lobe, it's not engaged. So, after you help them get through the emotion, sit down and have a concrete plan to say what's working, what's not working.
0: So, if I'm a parent, what I'm hearing is don't just say yes, you can, don't say don't worry about it, but instead do this. let's um, I can sit down with my child and find the right emotion with them, and let the emotion pass through them. And then there's a series of concrete steps I can take.
1: Yeah, I mean, think about if your child gets sick, right? Fever, you know it's going to break. So think of the negative emotions, the stress, the frustration, and confusion that they bring in. It will eventually break, kind of like a fever will break. Let them pass through the system. And then when they're ready, guide them into this concrete step to, Take, take a look at what really happened. Uh, in our tennis, we're always taught when you are losing points after points, the thing you need to ask is, am I losing or are my opponents are winning? And the surface, they look the same, but their strategy is not. Think about it. If I'm losing, which I have been, I know I'm making a lot of unforced um, errors. So I try to hit inside the box a little more to get not so many points lost just because i hit it outside or into the net but if my opponent is really having a hot strict day they're just on on that day then the strategy might be doing drop such slice or something else right so when it comes to a failed math test it's the same thing do i take a look at the test and say i really don't understand what's going on material wise or if you sit down and do analysis, you see I'm missing a minus sign here, I'm adding wrong, multiplying wrong, then that's more on the test-taking side.
0: Okay, so concrete steps starts with a binary choice I have to make. Is it that I don't know how to take the test, or I don't know the material?
1: Yeah, binary in the sense that one is going to add a lot more on the other side, right? So a rule of thumb is if kids are getting below C's, then that's really material is missing. It doesn't matter what you take test. If you don't know the thing, you just don't know, right? But if you're getting like a B minus to like really want to get into the A minus zone, give or take it, that's more test taking.
0: Okay, let's go with uh, I guess the less scary one, the test taking skills. Say I got a B minus or my child got a B minus on the test and We figured out they kind of knew it just made silly mistakes uh what's the next steps
1: yeah to b minus is not really bad score right so if you could come in crying over b minus first of all congratulate because then the foundation is protected Uh, if the child is willing to work with you then i always say the word silly mistake i always tell my students uh, at the office that that's not a good thing to say because as long as we minimize its importance, our mind doesn't want to solve it, right? I mean, think about you buy a car. If it's a blue car, then you see all of a sudden there's a lot of blue cars because you're paying attention, right? But if you think it's a silly mistake, your mind won't engage in trying to solve that problem.
0: Okay, so first thing I hear is don't say silly mistakes. Uh, Let me see if I can find a different substitute. Uh, Something I can do better on the test
1: well, all mistakes cost you points, right? So I try to make that point to my students. It doesn't matter how I lost the point. If I hit in the net, I lost the point. If I hit it alone, I lost the point. The point is that if I lost the point, I lost the point.
0: All right, so I could say, where did I lose the points instead of some mistakes?
1: Or I lost the point. Just lost. take the word silly out. Okay,
0: so once we figure out where I lost the point, what what are some things I can work with my child
1: yeah a typical strategy i would say you know math is really exact so sometimes at the risk of not completing the exam you really want to finish the ones you touch and get full credit for it so that might need some time management for example maybe do the hardest one first do the ones you know first There is some um, time management test-taking assessment you need to do. Double-checking is very important. Again, it's exact, so it's either black or white, right? Uh, Maybe, if it's possible, if you have access to the old exam from your teacher borrow it. do the test with the timer at home. Give yourself half the time. Uh, Under pressure, whatever is the weakest part will come out. All
0: right, so slow down, double-check, redo the test with the timer. Yes. Okay. So, say my child comes home with a C or below, we come to the conclusion they don't know the material. What can I as a parent do to help my child in that case?
1: Yeah, that's a time where you really need to pay attention because we can talk about test taking all we want, but if the foundation is not there, then you really need to pay attention to that the junction point around seventh grade is really important because that's when the math is starting to get hard, but not to the point it matters on the transcript yet, right? So if that's the case and the kid is really, your child is really getting lower than a B minus-ish, uh, talk to the teacher, and that's the first line of defense. Get help using the teacher's recommendation. Uh, talk to the friends and see what else they're doing. Now, when a word caution is you want to hire someone who doesn't do your child's homework, I know it sounds ridiculous almost, but make sure that doesn't happen because in the end, it doesn't serve anyone. It might make the situation actually worse.
0: So what I'm hearing is below a C, and my child, the conclusion is my child doesn't know the material and a completely different set of steps needs to be taken. Most likely, we need to get external help, and the first step is the teacher and see what the teacher recommends. And also, if we do get a math coach or a math tutor, make sure they I'll do the homework for my child.
1: Right. So if you zoom out, let's take a look at what we're really saying when the back grades comes in, right? The mom and dad's at home you really needs to be the math quarterback. You build the team, you have a coach, and you get your kids involved and motivated to pass through the last, give or take, what, eight more weeks before summer comes?
0: Something like that, yeah. Okay, so let's summarize. Uh, Math mental agility. This is something that we need as parents when our child comes home with a bad math grade. So first, the don'ts for when our child comes home with a bad math grade. Don't say, yes, you can. And we shouldn't say as parents, don't worry about it. What we should do is sit down with our child and let the emotions pass through them. So find the right emotions. We can find the right emotions, let them pass through, and then we can go down to the concrete steps. We need to figure out if it's a a problem with test-taking skills or if it's a problem with doing material, and each of those binary choices has their own steps. All right, so this is a lot of information to absorb for me as a parent, and I might have a green St. Patrick's beer.
1: That's what uh, it's called for. Go for it. (laughs) And on that note, until next time. Happy parenting.